0: Did you ever get grape nuts? Did I, you ever understand grape nuts?
1: I don't think I ever tried. What's the point of grape nuts? <laughs> it seems like a lot of a lot of waste of grapes. I like it
0: hurts. Like you just to eat it, and it's an unpleasant yeah. thing in your mouth. Like unless you were like super. I hate uh, I hate things that are soggy. and Maybe yeah. this will just be like rocks in but my mouth.
1: Here's the real question: Is how could they tell if the grape was male or female? everyone. My name is David Dedrick, and welcome to Sneaky Dragon.
0: I'm Ian Boothby, and uh, same.
1: (laughs) Copycat? Yeah. Well, uh, Ian, I'm glad to be here at your house on this fine rainy night. Everyone, I have to tell you something right now. Okay. Uh, Lisa and I are celebrating 25 years of marriage.
0: Yay! Which is a shame, because they've been married 30 years. (laughs) But just 25 good ones.
1: Well, if we'd gotten married when we were supposed to, we would be married a bit longer, maybe 29 years? Okay. But um, that marriage got cancelled because her dad disapproved of me as a as a marriage as a mate.
0: Right. Did he say any reasons why? No, was he didn't. It just he implied just, in a for... Yeah,
1: I think. Well, I never really got. I never talked to him. He didn't talk to me about it. He he.
0: Did he ever in the future did it ever get brought
1: <laughs> up? No, he never did. Okay, never did. Never never said anything like you know what I was wrong about you, Dave. You are a you're a great guy.
0: Now let me ask you this mm-hmm. um, again, being nosy. Yep. Uh, would you say it was uh, it was good that you waited, or should you have gotten married uh, earlier?
1: I think we should have got married earlier. I would have liked to. I would have liked to have ha- us to have like started our life a little earlier than we did. Mm-hmm. But that being said, I don't think that it made it worse for us or anything like that. I just, you know, it just would have been nice for us to be together. Sooner because we weren't—we both lived separately from each other until we were married, and not—not not by well, not quite well till you know till almost we were married. So
0: was that uh, financial or was that just? Yeah,
1: a... we were both going to university still. So do
0: you think we... you would have still gone to university if you had been married? Mm-hmm. Both of you? Yep. Okay.
1: This would have been more more sacrifice, I guess. But I think living at home was kind of kind of indulgent for for me anyway. I don't think for Lisa as much, but for me definitely it was indulgent because I lived there for free, and so I had, you know, a big, bigger disposable income, you know. And, uh, I mean, I paid for my own schooling, like I paid for my own university, and so that's a big cost. But outside of that, I mean, you know, it was just my money.
0: So with uh, with the father saying no... Mm-hmm. Did it you, wouldn't
1: have gone off anyway mm-hmm. because our the date of our wedding was the date I had my first stomach operation when I had cancer. Right, so it would have got cancelled anyway or postponed for a while. Okay, but yes, he, before that happened, he said he said. Uh,
0: so did you um you did you propose or was it a conversation? I did. I proposed to
1: Lisa. And
0: did did you want to say, share how you proposed or what? what it was
1: there was? wasn't like anything great. I didn't go down on, on one knee or anything. I'm Two I'm knees. not a very demonstrative person. Three knees. I went in on all three of my knees. Yeah, one of them was my penis. <laughs> and
0: that's the opening of the show, by the way.
1: That's <laughs> too soon. Nope, <laughs> nope. I think that would be the opening of the show. Uh, no, it was weird because we were. I mean, I was super. I was super. No, it's, okay, I'm getting mixed up. I, you know what? I don't really remember. I actually remember more when we, when we canceled it than when when we than when i proposed
0: okay so you propose so you proposed mm-hmm. and uh, was it a again you tell me mind my own damn business no, no, it's okay fine. at any point ask away um, immediate yes or oh, i'm yes. gonna think about it yes yeah no no she, okay she liked me all right i had a stunned yes uh okay. like it the, Well, it was more <laughs> stunned it wasn't a stunned yes it was a stunned uh we talk about it later and then uh, we t- it was like uh, of course and then that was good because otherwise, ooh, because um, <laughs> we were living together at that time. So, so was mm-hmm. a, so was a yes. Yeah. And then, were you planning to get married uh, very soon after that?
1: Yeah, we we went and we we booked a church, um, Saint George's in Fort Langley, which is a very cute small church. In that time, I didn't we didn't have we didn't live in Aldergrove, so we didn't have like our own church we went to. So we just really liked that church. It's a very cute church. It's um all wood inside and kind of small. It would have been a small wedding anyway, but it was very, it's very small, very cute little church. So we went there. Uh, we talked to the Reverend Pam Worthington, who was the per- person who was going to officiate our wedding. We had to go to a course on being married at the United Church in Burnaby. Okay, how, how uh, long was uh, the course? It was like a weekend, like Saturday Sunday kind of a thing. Okay, and it was just things like how to have an argument, like how to, you know, you're going to have disagreements in your life. So you're just recreating Monty Python sketches? That's right. I I can hear from an argument. What to happen when your bird dies.
0: (laughs) How to silly walk down the aisle.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that, and also like how to manage your money, how to be a chartered accountant in other words. (laughs) It is all Python (laughs) sketches. It is all Python (laughs) sketches. They really really got into married life. But yeah, that's where I made my first time, where I made my classic gag, which I do all the time now, which was we were given name tags to fill out. Mm-hmm. And so everyone, of Chris writes her name on it. But I put regional sales representative, David Dedrick. And every person who talked to me at it would kind of like be talking. And then they kind of do that little eyes down, puzzled. Not sure. Why is that? Yeah. I uh, I went to... That's my favorite joke. Yeah.
0: Way. I went I went to a um, a thing for a television... It was like a television network that was starting up in Canada. And, yeah. Uh, and so I got one of those things. And yeah. I wrote, uh, lose weight now, ask me how. Because <laughs> I was <laughs> Because uh, those were
1: common signs you'd see on telefo- telephone telephone poles in those that's, days. That's yeah, right. Yeah, I thought yeah.
0: like that's a that's a funny thing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, a local TV personality did not think that was funny at all, mm-hmm. and uh, made a little bit of a stink about it. And uh, it was like, you know what, you're famous. Uh, fuck <laughs> off. You know what? Maybe don't pick on the kid. Yeah. Who's just a new kid who's just trying to get a laugh and maybe yeah. get a little bit of notice. Yeah, yeah. Go back to your mansion and uh, <laughs> and go fuck yourself. Maybe maybe that. So, true uh, enough. So that, true yeah. enough. Yeah.
1: So yeah. So we did the we did this course.
0: Now, did did you use those techniques, the arguing techniques, in your first arguments? Uh,
1: no. How do you remember that when you're you're in a blind rage with your with your and you're, you're both a blind rage at each other and you're like really? It's the
0: first step. Don't go straight into a blind rage because I would say that would be how to have an argument. Would be like let's Lisa, not take it to ten Lisa, right off the top.
1: Lisa and I in the we've had very few like arguments in our life because we're not arguing sort of people, but when we get in an argument. We both have had been. We've both been holding on to something for a while, so it comes out is, in a big way. That's
0: why you got to have a lot of them, and that's, that's the probably thing. you got to have you got to have little ones. Otherwise, yeah, uh, the sure tank backs up, and uh, then it all comes flooding out.
1: Fortunately, we we love each other so much that we've been able to like get past those big knockdown out fights that we've, we've had. Yeah, um, there's
0: nothing uh, that loses more than winning an argument. Oh, yeah, boy, there's no you point. You do not win an argument when you win an argument. There's no point at to
1: all. it. It's uh, it's just. It's just a release of tension more than anything. Yeah. I think um, that's about it's it. all it's good for.
0: Because you're with each other, and mm-hmm. you're going to, and emotions happen because yeah. you're a person. Yeah, and so you can either like uh, just shut down completely, mm-hmm. and then yeah, you're right. The volcano will explode at some point, point. <laughs> yeah. and the uh, yeah. goes.
1: And I think it's yeah. I think you're right. I mean, either you can have lots of little arguments or have big arguments, but don't don't take them personally. Because that's the worst thing you could do is is think that when you're arguing with someone that it's a personal thing. And then also, so very very rarely, I, I would is. say
0: make it clear that you let them know how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. And it's like you know because that's that's the thing too It's like, yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling scared right now. I'm feeling this about this. I'm feeling yeah. this about that. The, the problem is when you try to put up the tough front and like you know I'm gonna mm-hmm. be the stoic yeah. old timey fella. Uh, that's when oh boy then.
1: <laughs> Are you saying I should stop rolling a cigarette pack up in my T-shirt sleeve and uh, walk around with one behind my ear or whatever?
0: Yeah, and and, and hitting jukeboxes. <laughs>
1: hitting jukeboxes.
0: <laughs> Starting Tutti Frutti playing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, just like... I, I look at like the...
0: At least the image of the old-timey guy who would have to keep all the emotions in check. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, it was like, okay, here's the thing. Like I, just, I was watching this... Uh, uh, Apollo 11 uh, film. Yeah. And they play a Johnny Cash song uh, called, I think, When the Man Comes to Town in it. And it's talking about something happening, and then, like, and there was a man, he actually cried. And it was like, <laughs> a man, he actually cried. <laughs> wow. Like, oh my gosh. Like, it was just like such a crazy thing yeah, that yeah. a man would actually cry. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just and just picturing like all the guys that were there yeah. watching the moon, uh, watching the rocket go up, and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, no one in this room cried. Yeah. Oh my gosh, because you couldn't. Yeah. But of course you should, because what's more emotional than this?
1: Yeah, it's, yeah. Your
0: life's work and it's the one summation same. of everything you've done. Oh yeah. my gosh, what a beautiful yeah. thing! And these people survived, and it's like if any time you could cry, like enjoy this mm-hmm. would be it. And none of them could. None of them could. They they all had to just hold it in with their tight haircuts, their <laughs> horn rim glasses, yeah. they just keep it in their there. Slide
1: rules in their shirt pocket.
0: Oh my gosh, that's just like building up inside them, and just like. <laughs> at some point oh you could launch a rocket with that energy yeah poor poor fellas not being able to in any way you know uh, let, let that out I'm sure they did and 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 we're just like thinking of it you know I, everyone obviously always had emotions and stuff happened but just the stereotype oh
1: so hard <laughs> yeah it is I don't think it's healthy at all Like,
0: I'm trying to think of a time that uh, I saw my dad cry and I really can't I can't I can't, can. I can't uh, I can. yeah but like can you can you think of like Five times you saw your dad cry.
1: No, I can think two times. Two times, yeah.
0: But like, think of how long you've known your dad.
1: Mm-hmm. And think, but yeah, but I mean, yeah, yeah.
0: It's a, just any other human being that you know mm-hmm. that you would have like known them for like all your life. Yeah, you know, and like twice, mm-hmm. like once every twenty five years, the cry. You, cry. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, that's uh, that's just that's just really something to me.
1: Yeah, the one time. My mom was really mad at me f- for my marks in school, and she was like, berating me really a lot. And of course, I was crying because it's sort of upsetting to have your mom yell at you. And my dad came and hugged me and was crying. Mm-hmm. Like, he felt, so, he felt so bad for me, but he didn't stop me. Like, and I guess it was a way of stopping my mom from doing it. I was going to say he didn't stop my mom from doing that, but he did because he came over and hugged me, and that was the end of it. Right. The other time was when, when we found out I had cancer. And of course, he was very upset, and he came and hugged me, and he was crying. And, you know, so. You're missing a third time. Why is this supposed to be a third time? Because I saw no, I saw I saw him cry once. Oh, at my wedding. Yeah, that's right. When he was talking about that again. Yeah, he was actually talking about Lisa mm-hmm. and talking about. I think my parents expected her to to hit this hard patch in my life, and she's just going to like split because like, I didn't know her, of course. And and yeah, and so it was so impressed my dad that she had this such inner strength to. to go through it with me and be so strong for me through it. It's not like it's not just that she went through it with me, like that could happen, but also she was like this huge rock for me that I was able to like cling to through it all as well, you know, and she was there every day that she could be there. You know, she was going to school, she was working full-time, not full-time, but working like as a you know writing instructor and going to school full-time and also driving into Vancouver every day yeah. when I was going through chemo or coming to my house every day when I was at home resting from it. And, you know, so... That really impressed him. Yeah, that's right. So three times, wow.
0: And it was it was interesting when your dad was giving. I, I don't know if it was like a speech or some something on those lines.
1: It's a toast. Yeah, a toast it, to the bride. It, it yeah. was a
0: toast. Yeah, but it was one of those things. Speaking of stoic men, it was one of those where you can tell the the person did not expect these emotions to
1: come up. Yes, that's true. And yeah. it's. I yeah. uh,
0: don't want to compare it to vomiting, but it's but it is kind of like oh, here it goes, and it's just like it's a surprise to them. Yeah, you can yeah. tell, and it just yeah. comes like quick, and it's like
1: uh, uh, yeah. And my dad's uh, used to public speaking, so yeah. it's not like it's not from nerves. No, no, like it, was, it was a yeah. real tonal
0: change, yeah, yeah, and you could tell it surprised him as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then uh, yeah, we were all we were all going. <laughs> like, that sets the room. Uh, that sets the room uh, going.
1: Yeah. No, that's right. Yeah, I mean that's. That's something I mean. And that I mean, looked right.
0: at me and went uh, get a haircut, hippie because I had very long <laughs> hair at the
1: time. You look great then. <laughs> you still look great, but you look you. you look great. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, that was uh, something. And I mean, and yeah, I mean, that did impress my my dad that Lisa had that inner strength. Lisa's and, very impressive. Well, she is. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I was looking at a. This a little while ago, I was looking at a card she said, she gave me when I was in the hospital. It was just a handmade card. Mm-hmm. And it was part of it was an imitation of a card she got when she was little, when she had a bike accident. A friend brought a card and she wrote a card and it said, you brock my heart, B-R-O-K, my heart. And so she wrote this little card for me, you brock my heart. And then, you know, like a broken heart. But inside there's this little note from her, like this kind of a cheer up, you know, you're doing great. And then this list. I can be here at this time, this day, this time, this day, this time, this day, like her week, her week schedule, and yeah. So I still keep that. It's so meaningful to me. This all this labor, you know, just (laughs) for her to come and and see me. The really
0: impressive thing: all twenty-five years were listed. Yeah, up until up until tomorrow, (laughs) and we do not know what's going to happen after that because that's when a new list is getting issued. (laughs) Yeah. Imagine when you were. when you were getting married on your wedding day, though, yeah, like just imagine twenty five years, and what you would picture twenty five years. <laughs> yeah, for me, that's true. Like when you see these couples, and you know the idea is like they've been married fifty years, mm-hmm. and you go like, "Wow, that's insane." Mm-hmm. You're you're elven folk. Yeah, like that's no one no one can do anything for fifty years. Yeah, and you're like you're halfway there. You're yeah, halfway yeah. through that, you've just you've gone through half of, half of that. It sounds it sounds bananas. Yeah, but uh, yeah,
1: it does. It sounds impossible to to achieve that next step, but who knows but yeah it's uh it's well it's nice because I know i don't I don't know if it's intentional I mean, I did make like intentional things when when Mary was born, but I didn't make intentional statements myself when I married Lisa like I didn't say i'm gonna be this kind of husband or I'm gonna be that kind of husband, but I feel like it's so nice that we're still great friends mm-hmm. with each other that we still love to pay spend time together. To just like, just for the heck of it, get in the car and go somewhere with the other person, even though you don't have to, because it's nothing to do with you, but you just, it's just nice to go for a drive with this person you love, you know? And, and that goes to the girls too, like that we're such a close family that the girls, you know, they know their dad cries, by the way. Mm-hmm. They've seen me cry lots of times, mostly at movies. I have no problem with crying, like, yeah. <laughs>
0: in just with the prices, though. What's that? Jack, yeah, just for
1: the <laughs> That's right. When we feed for the popcorn, a little tear rolls down <laughs> my, my cheek every time. Um, yeah, I know. They just, they, they know that I'm a, a softy and that, you know, and that's, but I don't know. I think that's, I'd rather have a dad. I'd rather would have a dad who's a softy than a dad who, who pretends to not be a softy because everyone has emotions. And the idea, yeah, of like having, having t- this idea that you have to be this stoic man who, who doesn't say, I love you or doesn't, have fun or anything and it's so unappealing in every way to me mm-hmm. and i'm glad that that is gone from our cult i think it's i hope it's gone it's mostly gone i think
0: mm-hmm.
1: you don't uh, think so You think it's still a pretty like common idea that men should be this super strong it can I be Guess yeah. it can yeah. be
0: depends it depends where you're at and there's, mm-hmm. there's definitely cultures like that
1: yeah i mean i do have a little bit of that like this idea of manning up you know that you don't cry because you're hurt and stuff like that you know that i i would consider that embarrassing if i cried because i was hurt like physically hurt mm-hmm. like that to me would be embarrassing it's one thing to cry out from emotion from happiness or sadness or whatever but it's another thing just to be weeping because you had, you know something flat on your thumb that's weird to me but you know <laughs> but yeah so that, those sort of things i would still kind of fall into that Did stereotype anyone ever
0: scold you for that because I'll say I, I I got my grandfather used to used to always scold me if I was crying over pain. Yeah, it yeah. would be a don't be so soft. Yeah, it was yeah. always like a don't be so soft. Yeah. situation.
1: I think well, yeah. I mean, I think kids get that, especially like you know, I played sports when I was growing up, uh, soccer mostly. And when you got a soccer ball in the gut or in your in your bare leg, yeah. your bare cold leg, and have the soccer ball go off, and when you're a little kid, yeah. that you know tears are going to come into your eyes, you know and And then you get the classic comment from your dad, you know, or the coach who is also your dad. (laughs) Walk (laughs) it off. That's the twist. Walk it off. Yeah. You know, don't cry. Don't walk to the sidelines because no one's here. No one wants you to see over here. Walk it off, which is kind of good and bad. Exactly. It's kind of callous, but at the same time, it does teach you a valuable lesson in life, which is sometimes in life, you just got to walk it off because yeah,
0: what you need is yeah you need to find out that sometimes you walk it off sometimes yeah. you don't walk it off and you got to find the time that you mm-hmm. don't walk it off like I you think, wish i think there's a lot of people that that try to walk off things that you can't walk off yeah you know and that's uh, true
1: you know you're right you're right and you maybe it'd be better if when the game's over and you're walking back to the car with your dad your dad says something like i know that hurt when it hit you and i'm proud of you that you that you yeah. p- kept playing you know And just want you to know that it's okay to have tears, but it's not okay to give up. And that's, and that's a valuable lesson, I think, in life. You know, I, I don't see it as wrong to tell kids to not sulk or to, you know, like, you know, you just don't want to encourage negative emotions in kids because you want them to face, uh, challenges bravely in life. And, you know, if you just let them you know, give up or walk away or drop it or whatever. You're not helping them. You're not helping them at all. You're not being a good parent for them. Mm -hmm. Because as a parent, you're not a friend to your kids. You're their parent. That's a totally different role. And you can be friendly and you can have good relationships with them, but you'll never be their friend. And you shouldn't want to be their friend. You know, what's worse than the cool parent, you know? When you hear about parents who, like, buy their kids beer when they're, like, teenagers or give them drugs and stuff like that. Like, ugh. That's just sucking up to your kids. That's not being a parent. So... Yeah, I just I think that you um you have a definite role. And you have to really walk a careful line though between being a cruel bastard and being someone who's kinda kind of
0: Well, I also think there's a thing there about like, you know, um by the way, that beeping sound is uh is is, is it's I was gonna go, it's a bomb. No, it's not. But, um <laughs> that is the dishwasher being done. Huh. Uh that's right, I have a dishwasher. I'm a big shot. Yeah. Um Good for you. I think I think the thing about being a parent and having not been one, but I had one. So I actually had two. I had more than two, now that I'm thinking about it. Many. Too many probably. Um but uh I think the I think the thing is, uh you're new at this, they're new at this. Mm-hmm. This is their first time being a kid. Yeah. This is your first time being a parent. Yeah. Uh, generally, you know what to do, but you don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be random stuff that's going to show up and you're going to have to figure it out. Yeah. And you're going to make, uh, you know, they're going to make mistakes. You're going to make mistakes and things are going to happen. You know, I think, uh, you know, the idea that uh, it's, uh, you know, when you're talking about sulking, you know, there's this thing of like the stereotype of the sulking sulking kid, but like uh, being a kid's hard. Like there's mm. it's difficult. You know, uh, there's there's a lot of uh, rough stuff you gotta go through and a lot of pressure, and it's sometimes funny when, when I was uh, like a kid and remember like pe- you know people would uh, say how uh, you know, go like oh it's Mother's Day, it's Father's Day, where's Kids Day? Well, every day is Kids Day. It's like every day is Kids Day you have you've have completely forgotten what it's like to be a kid yeah. then because yeah. like today blue and like, <laughs> whatever the childhood equivalent of, uh, yeah, yeah. of this is yeah. and it's like yeah you part of like uh you know Part of it is learning how to deal with like when things get rough, and when you're a kid, things do get rough. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's this idea of just like ah, oh, it's, it's all, it's all kids it's games, it's all, all fun kids and games, game. it's fun. You're all having yeah. a good time. Yeah, there's like even when kids are and playing, by the way,
1: school should be all year. You shouldn't have the summer off. Oh my gosh, I hate when I hear people say that. What you didn't enjoy it when you were a kid. Like the idea of taking away someone's joy like that is just so ridiculous to me. Like, yeah, like it, it, it,
0: it was the, it was the, it was the rainbow at the end that, like, it was the hope. It was like, listen, you keep going, and like, you're gonna get two months off. Yeah, it's gonna be all right. You're gonna get, you're gonna get to, it. and that, and that two months is gonna seem like forever. Yeah, so much so that you're gonna forget everything you learned when you go back. <laughs> you're gonna not know times tables. You're not gonna remember anything at so, all. So great. Yeah, just blank, dumb slate, and just so bang, great, and then there you are.
1: I was one of those kids that did not say, I'm glad summer's over, back to school. And there were kids who would say that. I'm bored of summer. I can't wish I get back to school. Like what?
0: No, I liked uh, buying school supplies, but that was it. Yeah. Like, that school was itself I did not care for. But that was the nice thing did about. Did you go to
1: the same place to buy school supplies every year when you were a kid?
0: I don't know. I think it was oh. wherever the parents wherever parents took us. Okay. You know. Did you have a Yes. Have a, we
1: always a, went to Army way? Army and Navy in New Westminster. every, every year. This school was gonna come, we'd go there. And that's where we always went to shop. We went and shop there a lot anyway, because my my mom grew up in that in not New Westminster, but she grew up in that area, and so that was like part of her. You know, like when we went to buy shoes, we went to New Westminster to the Buster Brown in New Westminster. You go there, that's where you buy your shoes. It
0: was because it was a little bit more reasonably priced in the in in the new westminster area i would assume i don't it was i a, think it
1: was. it was it was that area it was a it was not what it, was, it is now it wasn't a rundown area in those days it was actually a very but still nice army area. and
0: navy is uh was always like oh yeah no
1: place. no it's a bargain place yeah, yeah. that's right That was that was a bargain place get
0: your 75 sure. hot dogs for a dollar <laughs> not quite that but yes <laughs> pretty close get your malt there yeah get your malt on get Nice. Your malt to the uh,
1: yeah the downstairs uh thingy um yeah no it's um uh, so i just want to i just want to Say this one more thing about uh, so what when, sure. when the it's weird. So, when so it was Lisa who told me that we couldn't get married, and what happened was I'd got I'd taken the bus from UBC to SFU where I went to school at UBC, she went to school at SFU, so it was about an hour and a half bus ride between those two places. So, I rode the bus to U- SFU, we met, and then we were gonna drive out to see her brother. Her brother wanted her to come out and watch him play ball, play softball, so. He was in a softball league so we drove from sfu then all the way from like the burnaby area all the way out into the fraser valley to the sort of distant part of abbotsford to uh, go to this uh softball game and lisa was in she was very quiet she was in a bit of a mood and i was and i wasn't sure what it was but then i started to suspect what, what it might mm. be and i said uh i said well, i can tell you're upset are you upset about something she said yeah and i said is it to do with us getting married? And she said, yeah. I said, does your dad not want us to do it? And she said, no. And I said, okay, well, that's fine. We won't. That's okay. But yeah, it was, that's, so oh. I, it's weird. So I remember that more than I remember proposing to her, which is weird. Um,
0: let, me, let me ask you this. Uh, I'm going to check in a second to make sure uh, things are okay with the fireplace I turned on. That's right. I've got a fireplace. <laughs> um, Hoity-toity. It's how I dry my dishes. I'm a little bit poor. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine a circumstance where you would uh, forbid one of your daughters to marry somebody, where you would go, no, Whoa. you're not doing it?
1: Okay. Not if it was someone like me, but yes, I could imagine there being a person who is so disreputable that I I, I couldn't see it as a, as a good idea. But of the boyfriends they have now, no, not at all. Mm-hmm. Isn't yeah. it a weird
0: idea, though? Think about what it
1: would... And be- do I think their boyfriends are perfect? No, I don't. I can
0: someone (laughs) perfect.
1: That'd be terrible. Also,
0: where would you go? Like, how would you? Where would you end up after twenty five (laughs) years if you start with perfect? There's
1: only one place to go. But you know what I mean. Like, so Mm -hmm. I can see, I can see the flaws in their boyfriends.
0: Right. By the way, I think that's why Hollywood marriages don't work out because it's people who are perfect when they're starting and like, where do you grow? Where do you do? Are they perfect,
1: or do you mean they think of themselves as perfect?
0: Well, I think like uh, physically, they're probably like uh, both gorgeous. Okay. They're probably they're probably uh, wealthy, both of them. Mm-hmm. Things are great. Yeah. Where do you go? Ah, that's true. That's true. What direction are we going? Because mm-hmm. up ain't probably the way. Yeah. There's not too much up left.
1: And But also, where you are in your life, it if it's it takes a lot of effort, is, is why is it worth it? Mm. I you know I'm so comfortable. I have all this money. I do a, a great job. It's fun. Nice. And, yeah, I mean, there's times where I, you know, there's deprivation, you know, late nights and long shoots or whatever. But, but you know, overall, I've got it pretty good. Do I really want to, like, have to battle it out with this other person, you know? And, ah, oh, it's not worth it. Just let it peter out and die.
0: Yeah, there was that uh, thing that I think it was Carrie Fisher said about um, Paul Simon. And it was talking about how uh, someone someone has to be the the, the the sun and someone someone is the flower. Okay. You know, and we both wanted to be the flower. And hmm. uh, I was like, well, take turns being the sun. The sun doesn't have to be up all the time. The sun doesn't they don't need the sun 24 <laughs> hours a
1: day. Just yeah. a couple of good sunny shots. But, like mix it up. Yeah, just I guess the big ego, so you know, like Paul Simon is I really like Simon & Garfunkel a lot, but what I've read about Paul Simon and reading interviews with him, he seems like a prickly, not the greatest guy in the world kind of a character. Like I think he'd be hard to get along with. I give, also, I give, he's
0: got diamonds on the soles of his shoes. That also doesn't hurt. That's just going to scratch up your floor. If you have hardwood floors, this jerk comes in. I what give, a
1: mess. Give props to Edie Brickell for making it work as long as she has with him.
0: Is that who he's married to? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have no idea.
1: You didn't know that? No. Okay. There you go. That's why there's been no Edie Brockhell in the New Bohemians records. Okay. Since the first one.
0: That's a walk on a slippery rock be even uh, uh you know if you're walking on a slippery rock you want diamonds on the soles of your shoes now than thinking about it cuz <laughs> so that's going to give you the traction you need all i do is i, I see hope that he
1: lends his diamond studded shoes to people yeah I, well, I see uh yeah and they walk a mile in them they don't <laughs> they don't
0: come back cuz they're diamonds and they sell them smart um I, all i do is i see him every so often on Saturday night live and i go like okay. what's he doing with his hair you're so rich there must be something to do with your hair. That's not it. That's clearly not it. Mm-hmm. But what? Uh, it's toupee, you mean? If that's a toupee, then
1: boy, go somewhere it more expensive. Because he was he was like losing his hair like when he was still in Simon at Garfunkel. So I don't want to see it now. I'm kind of like. But
0: it's so random and like it's just like someone like threw hay at him.
1: <laughs> maybe and it, and, and, maybe that's and what it, it is. Maybe and he's was just covered kinda... in static
0: and it just stuck. Maybe and, it's uh, like a. And, and again, a, I've had bad hair experiences. I don't want to like slag the guy and I like, you know, bl- bless him. You yeah. know, uh, Simon and Garfunkel, one of them got fabulous hair. Yeah. And one of them was Paul Simon. And then, <laughs> but then Paul Simon got everything else, but in a Twilight Zone ish twist.
1: Art Garfunkel's hair was a little odd too, though. I mean, his was, he had the hair where it was his was slowly like his forehead was getting bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. He was looking more and more like, you know, like he had like mental. I was not going to say mental problems. They had such mental prowess that his hair, hair was melting off of his head. Sure. You know, so uh, I don't know. It goes, goes both ways with those guys. Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> Why would I even think for a one second that I could make a, a hair reference to Simon and Garfunkel? Not just one of them, but both of them us. Yeah. I actually paused to think if I could <laughs> come up with something. It's impossible.
0: Absolutely. You couldn't. You shouldn't.
1: Why would I? Why would I waste my time? Did I Paul, did try though.
0: Did Paul Simon ever like aside from you know being in like uh, Annie Hall and whatnot? Mm-hmm. Did he ever really get into acting at all? He like...
1: did, did a whole movie called One Trick Pony, oh, where he yeah. directed it and I think he wrote it and he starred in it as well. Okay. And I don't. I've never seen it. I've heard it's not a great movie, so I've never really bothered to to watch it. Uh, to be honest with you i really like simon and garfunkel i love his first two solo albums and then i kind of i kind of jump off the bus after that what
0: do you think about the film carnal knowledge
1: it's a very very good movie oh my gosh is that a great movie with our garfunkel yeah and jack nicholson another good movie with him and his dad... that was mike nichols right Sorry, or... yeah yeah mike and shot nichols. in vancouver jules pfeiffer script yeah yeah was it shot in vancouver yeah oh so it's at U B C in that movie interesting yeah yeah oh that scene with rita muriel going going down on jack nicholson <laughs> Like the longest panning shot down this wall. I must have just like built this long, uh, wall. Just it's just,
0: intense. It's an intense film. It's an
1: intense scene. And just the only way, like, he's got to this point in his life where the only way he can get it up is to have someone like comp- compliment him so much that, uh, oh, that's great. That's a great movie about male ego. It's not a pretty movie either. Little Murders is also very good. That's another Jules Pfeiffer scripted film with uh, like Gould in it. And another great, uh, Art Garfunkel film is Bad Timing, directed by Nicholas Rogue. Oh, okay. Yeah. Who directed, uh, don't look now, and uh, walk about and the man who fell to earth.
0: Cool. Yeah, I'm trying to see uh, when uh, when those movies were made.
1: Okay, let me guess. Uh, carnal Knowledge would have been seventy-one because sixty-nine. I th- nineteen seventy would have been Catch twenty-two, Mike Nichols' film, which oh, yeah, R. Yeah. Funkel's also in.
0: That's right, nineteen seventy for car- for Catch twenty-two. Uh, carnal Knowledge, nineteen seventy-one.
1: Nice, That's hey right. folks. Pretty good, huh? And also, oh. Because there's that great song on. Um, Sorry,
0: and then and then uh, okay, you go tell me the great song, and then we'll talk about what he did for a living after that. Who uh, Art Garfunkel
1: did it for a living after?
0: After he did uh, carnal Knowledge*.
1: Okay, all right. So, uh, well, he did albums, didn't he, like *Angel Clare* and stuff. But anyway, something else. Okay, so it's an interesting story. Go there's, ahead. There's a song on on. Uh, the final Simon Garfunkel album, Bridge Over Troubled Water, called uh, "The Only Living Boy in New York," mm-hmm. which is—I really like that song. That's a great song, isn't it? Yeah. it when he talks about Tom, uh, you're ready to fly now, and he's—you know—fly down to Mexico. That's—that's that's our Garfunkel. That's where he shot Catch oh, Twenty Two okay. was shot in Mexico, and that was one of the reasons they broke up was because he was supposed to go on like a three-month shoot, but it stretched into like a six or longer month stru- shoot, and so it really put a. It really kind of hamstrung them doing the album, but also kind of gave Paul M- Paul Simon the idea that hey, I don't need I don't need art; I can just do this by myself. But okay, what did he do after? Uh, All right, Colonel Knowledge. So,
0: uh, yeah, during a, a three-year hiatus after Simon and Garfunkel's breakup, he started in the two Mike Nichols films. talked yeah. about Catch twenty two. Wait, Knowledge. is this
1: him walking? No. Oh, okay.
0: This is uh, he spent late 1971 to early 1972 working as a what? What would your guess be? I'll say he's a teacher. I'll tell you that much. He worked as a teacher.
1: Worked as a teacher? Yeah,
0: at uh, Leitchfield Academy in Connecticut. Really? And he uh, taught something to high school sophomores. What did he teach?
1: He taught English.
0: He was a mathematics teacher. He taught geometry. Wow.
1: Yeah. What a strange thing to do.
0: Isn't it? Coming off of those. Yeah, you're Simon and Garfunkel. Yeah, you go, yeah. and you do these two movies. Yeah. And then uh, you uh, become a teacher. For two years. Just for the heck of it And then uh, after that he uh, Simon and Garfunkel released their Greatest Hits album And they briefly reunited
1: Yes uh, They uh, did their big, their big concert uh, at Central uh, George
0: Park. McGovern concert, that's yeah. right And then yeah, it was music, uh, music from that point on But yeah, it was about uh, two years They declared
1: it bad timing later in the 70s
0: So uh, if you ever see Art Garfunkel
1: yeah. Ask him
0: uh, some geometry questions
1: He has also, not at once, but in stages Walked across the entire United States Is that right? Yeah he would start somewhere. He'd walk to a certain point. Then he, you know, he'd have things he had to do. He had had, you know, concerts or whatever. So then he'd just be picked up, and then he'd go and do what he had to do. Then he'd be go back and he'd start from that point again, and he'd continue on. Wow! Until he got to another point, and had to stop, and he just did that over over many years, and he walked across the entire United States.
0: That is an interesting thing. Yeah, it
1: is interesting. What an interesting guy. He also knew the mathematics of that. So yeah, that's, that's right. Well, this effect that he became a mathematics teacher is fascinating. I mean, this is so interesting that you would just be like, you know what, I really need to decompress. I'm just gonna go teach boys mm-hmm. <laughs> math, their favorite subject.
0: And he kind of disappeared from nineteen eighty to nineteen ninety five hmm. through because of depression. Oh. Ah. Yeah. And then came back. Wow, neat.
1: <laughs> I like him more than I like Paul Simon, actually, for some reason. You there. know what?
0: Me too. Yeah, he's always uh, seemed uh, seemed kind of interesting. Yeah, he's lost his hair as well. That's too bad. But what are you gonna do? <laughs> what are you gonna do? You know what? He left a little bit of his hair all across America.
1: It just means he's more of a man he, than me. He was Johnny. Are Her-
0: He was Johnny Harassied, and he would just like throw his hair uh, in every state. And yeah. now it uh, grows little Garfunkel bushes.
1: What's what's male hormone?
0: Testosterone.
1: That's what. You, that's why you go bald because you produce too much testosterone. So, you know, he's more of a man is it, than both of us. Or is,
0: uh, is this what they say? Like, when a bird shits on you and they go, that's good luck? <laughs> that's It's good like, life. is that what they just throw us? It's like, hey, mm-hmm. you're going bald. Hey, yeah. you know what that means? You are one manly man. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, so stop crying. <laughs> stop and walk it, and it and off. Walk it off. And he walks it off. Walk and then off the, more hair falls the, off. More
1: hair falls oh. off. Well, because of the stepping, the walking.
0: No, there's been times when I've lost uh, large amounts of hair. And so uh, I'm not going to throw any hair stones at
1: all. You're not going to throw any hair stones at no. anyone?
0: No, I don't think so. Um, so, um, Please.
1: I'm heading into my—this today is—we're uh, recording on Thursday, as per usual. Sure. It's but been later than usual. Later than usual, because it's been a busy week. We've ha- had Holy Week, and also Lisa and I's uh, wedding anniversary, although we're not having our official anniversary dinner till Sunday when we can have uh, dessert with it. Okay. Because so w-
0: what are we doing tomorrow? Because you've invited me to your home. Yeah. So are you telling me— Yes. You son of a bitch.
1: You guys, you guys are going to be this eating— is
0: not a, This is not official? Oh, it's this totally is official. Some unofficial bullshit. We want to celebrate
1: with our friends. Okay, so that's course, good. All right. Of course, you're welcome. And and there's going to be uh, lots of sweeties for you guys to eat this weekend. Have any? Oh, so this sad. weird
0: to eat it in front of you. That's fine. Don't please, worry. please, please. It's fine. Just to make us feel better. Yeah. Please leave the house while we. <laughs> if you could fine. just like get into the backyard f- and stand and just stand quietly while we eat <laughs> dessert, I would be, really appreciate. I'll it. stand
1: at the top of the driveway and make <laughs> you think you're watching us. Mm. they have scissors what are they doing with their scissors could
0: you help us cut this cake
1: (laughs) no he took all the scissors (laughs) uh the um it's got it's funny you know when when i started the when i started the uh sugar fast at uh, way back when
0: can't get enough of that sugar fast
1: (laughs) oh i can (laughs) but it's weird like when i started it was fine right right and i thought you know what this is weird like sugar fasts are easy now i don't Maybe I shouldn't do them anymore because it's just like my body's not used to it and it doesn't crave it through this period or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh no, it's not easy anymore. I'm so I'm so over it this week. It I, goes in waves. I can't believe it. It goes
0: in waves where it becomes really easy and then it becomes like whoa. We had
1: two people bring donuts the last week yeah. and a half at work. Couldn't have any of those. Someone brought in chocolate eggs. I didn't have them, but I took them. I took four and put them in my lunchbox, so I have them for Sunday. Okay. But um, you got to hide them from yourself. I got to hide Don't them from myself. Forget. Well, they're, I know where they are, but uh, yeah, it's just—it's um, really—I don't know.
0: And so, uh, what is your uh, what is your breakfast with the uh, sugar going to be again?
1: Well, Eve has already told me that it's Saturday night. I was planning to carry it through until Sunday. Mm-hmm. Officially, it ends on Sunday night or Saturday night. Right. At what what hour? Uh, sundown. Okay. Is the end of Saturday. Okay. Because um, the church calendar follows Jewish traditional days. Which are from sundown to sunset. Okay. So or sorry, sun up from, from sun up to sunset. So sun up is Saturday, and then sundown is when Saturday ends and Sunday begins. Okay.
0: So that. So, is. Oh, sorry.
1: Sorry, it goes like that. So so basically, Friday or Saturday would run from sundown on Friday to uh to uh sundown on on uh, Saturday. Does that make sense?
0: It does, and uh, sundown will be eight twelve.
1: There you go. But we'll be at church then. Okay, we'll be at our Easter vigil service. So this week we we had our three holy day services: Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We had Monday, Thursday, today, which is the f- celebration, the f- the foot washing celebration. Okay. Which is the which I, I love so much because it's about service, which is my biggest thing about church is the idea of service. It's funny, like, I can go through all of, like, Good Friday. Like, a lot of people will get very upset at Good Friday, the idea of Christ being crucified and stuff, and be tears and things. And it's not that it doesn't, I don't think of it seriously or whatever, but it doesn't really make me teary-eyed. What makes me teary-eyed is if we sing songs about service. I don't know why, every time I'll sing songs about being a servant to someone or whatever, and I'll get kind of teary-eyed at the idea of, you know, that you're giving service to people.
0: Yeah, I won't won't cry at cruelty, but I'll cry at kindness. Yeah, Kindness kindness always will, like, choke me up.
1: So um, yeah, that's where it gets me. But so then we uh yeah, so we had Monday, Thursday, today, which is the foot washing ceremony, and then the stripping of the church, where you strip the church. So you of all- get strippers in the church. We get strippers in the church. We bring brass poles in the church, and it's great. We sing hymns, and they dance to the hymns. They strip to the hymns.
0: Yeah, and remember, you got to wait till the fourth
1: hymn. <laughs> and <laughs> we, stri- we strip the church. And then we we uh, leave, and then we go. We'll have Good Friday tomorrow, so the church will be bare of all ornament. Mm-hmm. And then, um, are you writing down an idea?
0: I was just remembering. Uh, I was just remembering something from real people when I was uh, oh, okay. a kid, and it was like strippers for Jesus. What was a thing? Oh, where they had like a mm-hmm. movement. Sure, that, yeah, sure. Those were the good old days. They when, would raise money for the church by stripping.
1: The Good old days when religion was fun. <laughs> the. Uh, and then yeah, we have Good Friday. And then we have Easter Vigil on Saturday night, which is we uh, we bring in Easter, I guess. And then we have Easter Sunday. Nice. So yeah, so um, choir's been been uh, busy. But what's been great about choir is we've had all these kind of people have this sort of like parachute in, and I don't think any of them intend to stay, but they've all just sort of joined to help us through Easter. So it's really nice. So we've had people who sing in other choirs just kind of pop in, and they're all really good singers. So it's oh, really cool. nice to have people come in who can who can actually sing and and we did. Had, and my rival finally showed up. My, oh, my rival, okay. my, my, right. my my new te- the new tenor singer in the group. Right, Cause right. Because he it was like threatened for about a month that he was coming, but he didn't snip. It, like it'd be like next Tuesday he'll be here and we meet oh, the new guy and be like, oh, oh oh, this is it. I'm no, done. I'd show up. He wasn't there. Yeah, yeah. having like four weeks in a row. I was like, what what is this? Yeah. So um, you
0: can't take it. You can't take the kind I, of pressure week after week.
1: No, and so then uh, he finally showed up a couple weeks ago, and uh, and it's fine. It's okay. Oh,
0: I thought there was going to be some kind of twist. No, no, there's. It's not that there's and a twist. Just like you, it was your uh, mirror image. Well, his, his like name is also Van Dyke.
1: His name is also David. Oh, it's yeah. a David off. Yeah, it's a David Davidoff. And he, but he's kind of picky, uh-huh. which I wasn't what I wanted in a singing partner. Because <laughs> the problem for me is, I sit beside. An, old, an older gentleman... Named David. Also named David. <laughs> who, even when I joined choir 10 years ago, wasn't the greatest singer in the world. Fast forward 10 years, s- some operations, some health issues. Right. It's not, gone be- it's not gotten better. So I've got this person who sings really, really loudly beside me. Mm. So loudly, I can't really hear myself singing. Off key, sometimes singing with the sopranos. Right. Sometimes singing with the altos. N- sometimes singing with us. Never singing his part. Mm. And so it kind of throws you off a little bit because okay. you get this voice in, this, in your ear and he drags you off your note. And then I've got this guy on the other side of me now who's upset at me for getting dragged off the note <laughs> because I got this person yelling in my ear. Oh boy! So it's, it's a little frustrating. And, but what he'll say is, he'll say things like, I think we're having trouble on this line. And I just want to say to him, don't say that. Just say, I think you're having trouble <laughs> on that line. And then I won't feel so condescended to you. Because I know you're seeing it is fine, because you don't have this guy sitting standing beside you, belling on your ear like a dying seal. So yeah, it's a it's a situation.
0: Well, sounds to me like the two of you. And again, I don't know much about your church. Yeah. But I'll tell you how we would have uh, solved it back in the day in the Catholic Church. Yep. Rap battle.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Just freestyle. Freestyle. Choir.
1: I think I could do. Be- I think i do well. I think yeah. I could do better than him. But the best thing is, is that he kind of got into a set two with the choir director. Oh. Because uh. The first thing was he had a few suggestions to make. Okay, he felt nice like
0: when the new guy comes in with suggestions, suggestions, yeah, always a good idea. We've talked about this in, on past shows with your work,
1: yeah, like the, the <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: with a whole bunch of new good ideas. That's right, that's come right. I haven't
1: worked here for long, about twenty minutes, but I got some good <laughs> ideas for you. You
0: know what all your problem is.
1: So our choir director, she likes to play a little fast, she and wants, loose. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about all our personal things. <laughs> But she likes to play a little little quickly. What
0: if that's all we did was just dish of the choir <laughs> on this podcast? <laughs> Let me tell that's you. what Sneaky Dragon then becomes. It's just like just real <laughs> choir, choir gossip choir people. Gossip. Are, yeah.
1: So, she likes to play fast. Like she she doesn't want to she's done it for a long time. Sure. She's she's been playing she's been choir director at a church since the 90s. She's been around
0: the hymn book a couple the of
1: The 90s. Times. Yeah. That's how long yeah. she's been doing this. That's right. So she, her thing is like let's get it over with. No need to hold the service up all day long while we while we uh dramatize over here. Good stuff. New guy yeah. thinks you're playing a little fast. Okay. That's his first suggestion.
0: He's got a lot more time. Doesn't want to go home. Just problems at home, probably.
1: But her, what she said to him when he said that was, that's how I like it. I said, "I said that's why we call ourselves jazz choir. Cause, but he didn't like that joke. Yeah. And then... um and then jazz ha- handed him. I did. Jazz choir. <laughs> then he has another suggestion. He thought that we, on singing this new song, our dynamic was a little off. We were just singing one... Like at one volume through the whole thing. Okay. To which she responded, that's true, but everyone's learning their parts right now, so they're trying to hear themselves. Ah. Don't worry, it'll come. Well, that wasn't good enough for him, though. <laughs> he got got a shake of the head at that. It's just like, don't understand. Don't understand. And then the other thing that happened on uh, the, the other day was, so when we're practicing, we'll break up into two to two genders the women will stay and the men will go into another room where there's an, another piano right and we'll learn our parts separately this is a way to
0: with your pants off
1: <laughs> listen it's a dance off what else is going to happen so okay. so we learn our we you know we learn our parts there and then they learn their parts so he wanted to do that so he's like well i can play piano i'll i'll, I'll do it And she's like no no i want to hear what you guys are doing oh he didn't like that either he was, like, really bothered by it. It was really strange to me. It's just like, who's in charge here?
0: Yeah. Also, you're taking this way too serious. Like, he is. Real, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Oh, way too serious. Yeah. So yeah. Hey, he's up. It's, it's just, just for fun. It's really
1: just for fun. Like, these are people just volunteering their time. And a lot of their time, they're there every Tuesday and every Sunday. We can't, like, skip out a, a week because we just, we don't feel like going to church. Yeah. We have a choir. We have to be there. It's real drag sometimes. But there you are. So, uh yeah, it's interesting. I don't know how it's going to work out. I'm really, I'm happy he's there because it is nice to have someone to sing with, like sing my part with, you know, and like, so I, I have, like, I turn my back to the other <laughs> guy and then angle myself towards him so I can, we can, I can hear him and we can sing, kind of sing towards towards each other. and It's really nice that way. And there's a, a new guy singing bass as well. I don't know if he's going to stay or leave. I don't know. <sighs> I'm worried about it. About it.
0: I do kinda of like the choir drama here. This is interesting. And you know what? <laughs> I know some of our listeners, and I know there's people uh perking up going like choir drama to mm-hmm. say. Because sure. once again, where else are you getting this for a podcast? <laughs> that's true. Like again, there's we just never podcast like it. We got a couple of new things going on podcast wise. We got like a, one called fan splainers now, where we're
1: going over movies and yeah, spoiling that's, movies that's and
0: uh trying to fix movies and what have you. Now, yeah. but hey, there's a lot of guys talking about uh movies. Yeah. And then you've got a podcast. not many of
1: them fix them as well as we do, but yeah, the there guys talk movies. Uh,
0: but that's fine. explainer you can listen to that. Or, or we got the Sneaky Dragon. Uh, we got Listening Party. Yeah. And you're playing music and you're talking about music. But hey, there's a lot of podcasts to talk about music. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. If there's a lot of father daughter ones, but uh, indeed, there those are around. But find me, uh, find me the Choir Gossip podcast. <laughs> Find find that for me. No other I think show like we it. have I think we have like opened a new category on iTunes right now. <laughs> Choir. This may be Choir our talk. spin-off. Yeah. Oh,
1: okay. This is the the next one.
0: By the way, Huh. Uh, you know what really threw me off choir when I was a young man. I was yeah. like in, um, I don't know, I was like about six. Okay, and uh, and I saw how they spelled choir, and I went, <laughs> "This is crap. <laughs> this is chore." And I was calling it chore for so long. Yeah. I'm gonna go do chore. I yeah. want to go do chore. And they thought I was saying I want to do chores. Okay, and I was like, "No, I'm t- C H O I R. How is that choir? <laughs> choir back mm. then I was like, this clearly has a Q involved. Yeah, choir." With a Q, right?
1: Queen. Are you thinking of choir, a choir? You think it's something right? that holds, uh, You're thinking of something that holds arrows. No, it's a quiver. Quiver. A choir but is like this. A choir is papers. A bundle of papers is a choir, okay, right? That's
0: fine. But how does Q U make the same sound as C H? That's hot nonsense. The magic of English. No, that's hot nonsense. The magic of the English at, language. At six years old. Yeah. Uh, and I believe it was a uh, Marmaduke cartoon mm. where I saw it spelled. And it yep. uh, it bothered me and it bothers me to this day. Stick a cue on you it. You know what? Make it cool. If thing this
1: language bothers you, I bow to you in the last row, sir. Okay, fine and
0: uh Fine and also dandy. Anyway, you should listen to those two podcasts. That's what we got going on. Um, let me throw some plugs out here while yeah, we're sure, midway while through the show. Pl- um,
1: Plug, my
0: uh, A trade is uh, a trade paperback, not hmm. paperback, but a trade has come out. Fair of, trade uh, paperback. Fair trade. Now, well, anyway, I did a comic book called Extra Sisters and it's collected in, in a trade that is now available when you're listening to this, uh, probably, uh, in your local bookstore and or you know wherever you you know get uh, such things. It collects the first five issues yeah, and uh, and you might even find a little cameo of Sneaky Dragon in there as well and I do it with uh, Giselle Legacy about uh, two sisters that will get your soul back from hell if you uh, end up selling it to a uh, demon by mistake it's a lot of and fun. some other things happen in it and yeah I'm very happy with it uh, but we're uh, seeing how the trade does before we see when we're, we're going to do more but if the trade does well then we'll do more sooner Okay, so it's best to get it so if you get a chance <laughs> to get it get it all that right. would be uh, that would be a nice thing Um, going to be bringing some of them to Van Calf Where David yeah. and myself and Nina Matsumoto will be uh, As Team Sparks And we will uh, have our book Sparks Which is a scholastic book About two cats who dress up as a dog and uh, save the world uh, We're going to be there for that uh, signing And uh, that's always uh, a lot of fun uh, And we're working currently on the next uh, two books in the series David, you saw some uh, secret. I did images. see some pages
1: today. I had to, had yeah, to visit uh,
0: secret hush hush I have seen nothing. Yes. Well, no, I saw great. I saw roughs, and the roughs looked really good.
1: The roughs, but the the uh, finish finished art looks even. better. I am
0: very envious of you having seen that. Oh man, Nina I wish like, an amazing I can't
1: film. talk to you about it on 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 Mike. But uh, there's a very 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 cute character in that that Book, I can oh, tell good, you. good. Oh, my god, is gosh. it a new character? Yeah, yeah, so cute. Yeah, this is great. This um, is one
0: that Nina introduced, and mm. uh, I think is going to be the breakout character. So, yeah. <laughs> so nina Nina's currently do, uh, drawing the book, yeah. uh, then David will take over the coloring. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, while that's going on, I'm working on the third book, uh, which I realized, uh, my deadline for that is about two and a half weeks from now. So <laughs> <laughs> Let's kick that in the high Wait, gear.
1: Your your deadline for your outline? No. For the, no, script? the outline
0: that's been approved. Oh, the script. Uh, the script. Oh yes, sir. And uh, how far are you along on it? Hey, you know what? <laughs> um, the important thing is we've all got our help. And that's <laughs> That's For now thing. Health is the most important thing well, God a... bless us Everyone On that um, It's actually going to be Kind of fun Nina and I are going to uh, a, t- a teacher of hers um, well, Class on Yeah uh, on a, te- not a teacher of
1: hers uh, she's not An acquaintance cur- of hers yeah, She's a teacher oh, Sorry yes. about that
0: But she's not uh, Yeah she's not currently In elementary school Nina isn't She's uh, <laughs> a fair amount Older than that it's a good point Yeah um, <laughs> That'd be awful if that's what I was doing, uh, working with slave labor of uh, yeah, children. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're going to be presenting a little little thing to the kids. Don't know what that's. It. I always get more nervous about that than anything else in the world.
1: Well, when I was over at Nina's t- tonight on the way here, I dropped by to pick up something from her and uh, for you and and you can say it was hashish. <laughs> that's right. And we, I met the teacher. Oh, was she there? She was there, yeah. She was, uh, and she was saying how popular Sparks was with her with her class, and oh. also just how popular it is, just in general. Like everyone she knows would have have kids have been reading it. Oh, so, that's really nice. Yeah, like without us without us pushing it on them, they're just choosing. It I've heard her.
0: that from my my landlord. His. Um, his uh his daughter is a was an early fan of the book mm. came to our first kind that's of signing right. yeah. of the uh, right. kids books and yeah it's apparently very popular among, amongst her classmates and around her school so that's that's always really nice to hear and uh we're up for we're up for some awards yeah. coming up a couple of things we'll yeah. see what happens you guys did a great uh, you job and, this. you and I and Nina are also going to be at uh, going to a little get together next uh, next week oh uh, that's right at a okay. uh, little book uh, thing happening okay. on Wednesday. Can you still make that? Yep. All right. Very good. Yep. No Remi, uh Doing a little walk around. Yep. It's pop. You know, maybe we, maybe we should just record the uh, show after that. Maybe that would make sense. Does that make sense? What show? Uh, this show that we're there. Or do you want to like, uh, we could talk about this later on.
1: Yeah, this is really weird thing to talk about, Mike. Yeah, that's fine. I'm,
0: I'm just saying you're coming back out to yeah, town yeah, 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 two nights in a row. That's right. That's all the thing. I got to figure that out. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's always we- it's mm. always nice to be nominated for things. Uh, it's always nicer when you're nominated for things and they provide snacks. This is this is yeah. what I have found with most awards. That's it's, best, I guess uh, the getting of the award is a lovely thing if you win. Sure, but if if it involves a dinner. Mm. Oh, that's great. Then you've won because <laughs> you've won free dinner. Yeah. Right? It's what I used to think when I was pitching TV shows was like if I had to go in for a pitch m- meeting in an office, that's okay. But if they're like, why don't you pitch it over dinner? Let's go get dinner. I'm like, free dinner. I got a dinner <laughs> out of it. I'm I'm already on the win side. Everything's great.
1: Uh, I guess it was a tax rate for them, so they were all right with Absolutely it. Absolutely it is.
0: Yeah. Absolutely it is. So you get yum nom, 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 <laughs> eat up the dinner. That's right. Good so talk. there's going to be snacks at this thing on Wednesday. So oh. you make sure you get your fair share of snacks, and you'll sure. be able to eat sweet snacks I'll be able as to well. Eat sweet
1: snacks, yes. Oh, nice. I'm looking forward to all this.
0: This is all going to be good. I'm looking forward to uh, going to your place uh, tomorrow. I'm, as, I'm, as you said, you have invited me and uh, my wife, and uh, you know other people. Yes. that we know friends. Yes, other friends are coming. I'm going to gather around. I'm going to see your uh, your your dogs for the first time.
1: Yeah, yeah. Our stinky dogs, as Lisa described them, and that's a very true description of our dogs.
0: And I like that the one of the sales pitches that uh, we got. Uh, like, first of all, we all agreed to go, and we're like, we're all looking forward to it. It's going to be fine.
1: Yeah. Then we got a thing
0: today, uh, an email saying, by the way, there's cheap gas nearby. Oh, okay. And it was like. First of all, it's nice because you offered us dinner, and so my joke, of <laughs> course, is come to the Dedricks for dinner and get gas. <laughs> but it was like, oh, it's like a little extra thing It's like you can come and get some free gas.
1: The the best part of this, by the way, is that I am not included in this email. Well, you're going anyway. I Why know. Would you be? But I am not in the. I'm Why not, would you be? She never like. But you I would like to know what's to going be. on.
0: You shouldn't. Why would you need to know? What do you need to know? I read her. What do you need to know? What more information do you I need to like I don't know. It'd, to, just like, be nice, the deal?
1: it'd be nice to be in the loop. I'm like, I'm not even in the loop. I'm out of the loop entirely. I don't, I'm not. Would you like me to forward these emails to you? Oh, it's too late now. I read her original email and I thought it was very charming. It was very charming. Yeah. I really liked it and I thought, oh, how accurate. Yeah. It's so funny because uh, I was like, okay, we we'll get the house already and you know, make everything look nice. And then my lawnmower broke down. So like the oh, lawn is just like a jungle. No. I know. We're very
0: judgmental. I know. Here's the other thing. We're coming at night.
1: I know, that's the thing. I'm saying, oh man, I hope they're I said Lisa, I hope they're coming at, at after dark, she said no they're not. And I'm like
0: ah Well, we're coming before yeah, we'll Arg. be we'll be yeah.
1: Just don't walk through the grass, you'll disappear. i will have to go send Stanley Livingston to find you. I'm very pleased actually oh, wait. sorry, go ahead. No. Who is Dr. No, Dr. Livingston, I presume. Dr. Livingston was Stanley, the guy the, the guy's name was Stanley who, very who good. went to find Makes Livingston. Reference. Yeah. So um, what is very that, timely. What
0: is that from? An actual thing, yeah. But what was uh, who? Who was uh, the people?
1: Like Dr. Livingston was a yeah. guy who's in Africa,
0: and who was the other person? And
1: Stanley was sent to f- to retrieve him for some reason.
0: And he said, uh, "Dr. Livingston," I presume. Yes. And he went no. Uh, <laughs> and then Stanley went back, and then I he, really went, like, the f-
1: he was joking with you. You're right. He went all the way back. You're right. We just accept that story. I don't really know anything about it other than that. It's yeah. that little part of it. And why
0: is that interesting?
1: Yeah. Why is that story interesting? It was witty, like, I guess. Is it? In the, I, I in guess the circumstances if you're in
0: the middle I guess if you're in the middle of a jungle well, they're
1: both standing in a pot of water, boiling water
0: oh is that right oh well, that is pretty funny yeah
1: they said dr. Livingston I same. was just
0: always impressed that they always had that giant pot of boiling water it was a perfect kettle I was like where'd you make this
1: yeah I know That's great you think they're still kind of Stone Age yeah. technology where they Do had wash
0: this every day did
1: a lot of trading
0: is this like a you know is this like a peas porridge hot thing where like you <laughs> just keep it going all the time and keep throwing it in or
1: that wasn't a real thing
0: oh I'm glad <laughs> very disturbing otherwise but speaking of lawn mowing yeah uh when we uh, i'm we're renting a, a house right now that's right it's a house um and uh, one of the things we got is uh, a lawn that's where the
1: dishwasher is that's what yeah yeah just so, so you don't think like ian's make painting in a very fancy way saying i have a dishwasher i have a I fireplace might have, i rent a house i might have
0: implied that i live in a dishwasher yeah.
1: <laughs> that's a good point <laughs>
0: By the way, I have lived in worse places than a dishwasher. <laughs> um, but uh, so we have the uh, lawn in the back and a little lawn in the front. The yeah. lawn in the front's a little bit like, you know, up and down and over here, and good luck with you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But we've got a push mower, and I was like, oh boy, a push mower. This might not be fun. <laughs> and uh, I've been using the push mower. It's a lot of fun. Oh, I'm glad. It's not uh, hard at all. It's
1: great. Yeah. It's well, you have a pretty, I don't want to downplay what you've done, but your lawn is mercifully smaller than like. Some, you know, suburban lawns and True. stuff like that. And if our start...
0: next-door neighbors. I see our next-door neighbors start it, and it's a day project. And it's so bad, they get the kids to do it.
1: The and... push the push mowing? Yes. Yeah. Um. The the secret of the push mower is don't put off mowing your lawn. Because mm. the longer it is, the more hellish it is. Because where my, where my grass is right now is beyond push mower. Mm. And I'm really sad that we got rid of our electric mower when we did a kind of a clean out of the backyard last year. Because that would really come in handy. The only problem with that thing is I had to rake up the the clippings, Mm. which I didn't enjoy. Not much. I prefer to go into a bag and just put the bag into it.
0: A... This is where P and I are a good team. Mm. She's an excellent raker. Oh, okay. and I am it. a bad raker.
1: You're not a rake. I don't
0: know. Hmm. I'm I'm rakish, but I am not uh, a rake. <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not good at the raking. Yeah. Uh, I think it's like I got a little bit too much of the OCD, and I'm just like, oh, you never get all the leaves. Yeah, yeah. You never get them all. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. okay, what do I have to do with this lawnmower? I just have to like mow it in a straight thing, and then you cover it all. Ah, oh, that's nice. Now, what are we going to do afterwards? We're gonna take the weed or we're gonna just like get those edging, lines. Mm. oh, so nice. And then we gotta rake it all, never get them all,
1: <laughs> drives you nuts. Does your push mower have a little catch in the back, like a little basket in the back to catch the nope? Oh, okay, no, nope. some just do instead of like a little thing to yeah, that's the normal one. No,
0: it's all in God's hands mm-hmm. because it uh, goes through that uh, thing. If I thought pop- it was going to be a real rough ride, like that, because I've I've used push mowers Is it a like, new
1: one? Mm-hmm. Where who's it? Whose is it? Mm-hmm.
0: It's uh, was it came it here with the house, yeah, okay. So, uh, like, I've used old-timey pushmores, like the old If they're oldest dull, ones. it's a horrible toy. Oh horrible, boy, horrible, horrible. yeah, it was a, <sighs> <laughs> you know, I might as well just get down on my hands and knees and just start yanking. It would just be easier. <laughs> That'd be fun. But this—I've uh, this, been enjoying it. And then we—we uh, we also uh, discovered that It looks like we've got a cherry tree in the back. Nice. Yeah, you know, like ah, oh, nice. Let's we'll see mm-hmm. if they'll make cherries now. Cause yeah. And then we got like a Japanese maple there, which it turns out is my wife's favorite tree, which I did not know. Now I know that about my wife. <laughs> We—you learn things. You do. You learn things. That's part of so life. that was—that's pretty great. You live, you learn. And uh, and 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 pianos. Uh, stuff about gardening and how to garden i do not so i'm looking forward to uh working on stuff back there and just going what okay what (laughs) okay i'll i'll move that dirt to there okay Uh, because the rest of it i don't understand in the slightest
1: no one does (laughs) no one understands gardening no it's all pretend wow so those farmers are just faking it yeah okay it's this voodoo
0: all right fair enough I like it. Um, so why don't we go to our uh, questions of the week? Are you are you up for that? Sure. All right. Because, uh, you know, I want to get you home uh, <laughs> for, for bed at some point. Uh, I know you're listening to this and it's like daytime. And you're like, what are you guys complaining about? Well, you don't know what hour it is for us. Um, first of all, uh, we, uh, we have uh, our friend Nina, who we were just talking about. Uh, we discussed... Um, Last week, we'll get to what our questions of the week uh, were, but we we did discuss peanut butter sandwiches, and that I I had peanut butter sandwiches for breakfast, which I think you objected to. Yes, I did. Said it were for lunch, and Nina uh, agrees with you that peanut butter sandwiches are for lunch. Yeah find that very strange that we always had peanut butter for breakfast. We had uh, grilled cheese for uh, lunch. Yeah, But fair enough.
1: Hooray for Nina. Nina's on my team. Wait a minute. Team Dave. No, no. Stop. Welcome to the Stop team. It. Ne- what? What? Stop
0: it. Stop. Settle down. Okay. Uh, because uh, you were very anti-Butterscotch yet you were very pro-Werther's Originals. Yeah. And Nina claims Hey, Werther's Originals taste extremely, and she put that in caps. Mm. She locked her caps over this uh, butterscotchy.
1: Oh. Well, maybe, you know what? Maybe I do like butterscotch then. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't like butterscotch pudding, though, so what?
0: Oh, butterscotch. Come on. It's a very different situation. Explain it. You could be a person who likes a chocolate bar and not a chocolate pudding. You can Ah, see that. Okay, okay. So, our questions were, uh, what is your forbidden flavor? What for, uh, just no to that is yeah. your forbidden flavor. And also, a sub question was, uh, um, what's your safe word? <laughs> no, that would be the question you'd ask a sub. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> what, what do you have for breakfast is yes. the, uh, is that a question. Okay. Because these are the things. Look, so our, this is our podcast. It's yeah. come down to this. Yeah. Choir gossip <laughs> and what do you have for breakfast? And then let's yeah. take a look at the old ratings. <laughs> not so good (laughs) except we still get you nice folks uh doing the patreon thing and i bless you for that but like uh we're we're gonna we're gonna stop you from donating with all our breakfast chat um
1: ratings plummeting that's what uh, itunes sent to us uh, the day
0: yeah So uh, Dylan My friend Dylan Was talking about butterscotch And here's what he says About butterscotch Yep I love butterscotch Well Dylan Sarsaparilla I'm okay with sarsaparilla And black jelly beans Okay You lost me Dylan (laughs) Uh, Probably not all at once though Yeah Imagine making a smoothie I don't know
1: I don't think I've ever tasted Sarsaparilla
0: You've never had a sarsaparilla No Okay Ah Can't bring you one tomorrow because you're still on the sugar. All right. Well, we'll talk.
1: <laughs> don't worry, it's all right. No. But uh, I do like black licorice a lot. And we can
0: uh, we can go. There's a little place uh, in Vancouver called Snackland, and it's got a mm. wide variety of different sodas. Okay. I think you should have a sarsaparilla. It's very similar to a root beer. Oh, okay. A little sharper. Uh, mm. But uh, though he likes butterscotch, sarsaparilla, and black jelly beans, not all at once. <laughs> uh, I don't like the lolly banana. Do you have them there? Do we have a lolly banana?
1: Well, let's just say we do have a banana. banana po- we like have banana flavored pop? things. Okay, we do. And but, I you know what? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna backtrack on butterscotch flavor whoa, then. Oh whoa, okay. What, Nina whoa, Nina's called whoa, me out. Whoa, you know, okay, I whoa I, I was just playing a character last week okay. called uh, Mr. Anti Butterscotch. <laughs> but this week I'm <laughs> By the way. Anyone out there is an artist I would
0: like to see a drawing of mister Auntie Anti-Butterscotch <laughs> I would like to see that character I picture right. him in a 1970s car, uh, like commercial yep. uh, That's for Werther's Originals I'm Mr. Anti-Butterscotch And I don't like him How about a Werther's? All right mm, mm, mm. Great <laughs> but Wait a second delicious. That is Butterscotch I guess I'm living a lie
1: <laughs> So But I'm going to go on Okay I'm going to go on anti banana flavor. Oh. Because Do you okay. like bananas? No, I don't really like bananas that I much like bananas, also. but I don't like anything
0: banana flavored. Yeah,
1: like if like if you get a Slurpee, right? Oh, and, lord. Oh, where are we going with this? And they have banana flavored oh, Slurpees. Oh no, 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 no. And it's no, terrible no, like no, 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 like if you make the terrible no, mistake no, of like no, no, no. which the girls would do cuz they like to have the stacked, the yeah, you know the yeah, swamp, water swamp water kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. And they would you put banana in there and it is like it, it infiltrates oh, all of their no, no, no. all of their flavors in, in what you're doing. It's just a, it's terrible. It's 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 the it's the um I don't know what it is. Oh, I don't know what it, the cultural hegemony of yeah. of uh, artificial fruit flavoring.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean bananas. <laughs> I bananas in a smoothie, I get you. Bananas in a Slurpee. Come on.
1: Ugh. All right. So
0: in Australia, we take the same chalky stuff, uh, make it harder and pink, then flavor it with perfume and call them musk sticks. Hmm. Wow. That sounds like the kind of thing that like uh, Popeye would have sold back in the day. Little <laughs> musk sticks.
1: Sounds like you're eating a dare.
0: Mind you, our national flavor is Vegemite, so uh, we have and that's horrible.
1: Taste. Vegemite eh, is horrible.
0: It's gonna be a, Whatever. No, no. There's, there's don't times, pretend. Don't there's pretend. Times.
1: No, don't even pretend. Um,
0: my forbidden flavor, he says, has always been honey. Just the smell makes me gag. Weird. Bee vomit makes you gag. <laughs> vomit story. from an insect. You can't. <laughs> you don't feel like putting. It never goes bad for some reason. That makes you gag? no oh, well. I I like it. Uh, I don't Me mind too. it as a flavoring in cooking, but the idea of spreading it on bread or putting it in your porridge, yuck.
1: Hmm. Um, well, it's terrible in bread because it, it it makes the bread crusty.
0: Yeah, it doesn't quite work on bread. Toast, possibly. Toast is good, but you have you to use the right butter. kind. Yeah, and you should put butter on it as well.
1: I don't like the uh, liquid honey. I only like the kind of the hard honey. How do we call that? Do you? Yeah.
0: Well, there you go. Uh, being, I, I like when you have a sore throat and you just pour a little honey right down your throat and it uh, solves your problem. That's great. Uh, being brought up on Enid uh, Blyton's stories, it made a big disappointment mm. as she made honey sound like the nectar of the gods. <laughs> well, I mean, the gods are beating for kids that.
1: who are like r- stories like Depression era, World War sure, II sure, era sure, stories. Sure, honey yeah. would have been like the nectar yeah, of the normally gods. Normally,
0: you'd just be uh, well. You know, I've got a relative that eats, could... eats tar. <laughs> so, um, and um great person, but she eats tar um, Unfortunately, my mother was a bit of an earth mother when I was growing up And honey was the miracle cure for everything It kind of is I, I learned not to let on I had a sore throat as her home remedy was a minced clove of raw garlic uh, mixed into a teaspoon of honey My grandmother, her uh, was always like milk and um, like whiskey Hmm. So I would also yeah. play dumb when it was like I was feeling like I had a sore throat because I, I could not stand that. like It was the worst.
1: I can see that for babies, but I don't know why you'd keep doing it afterwards. Oh, warm milk and whiskey. God
0: damn, it was awful. Uh, there's no shortcut here. Either you ate it slowly and it had the revolting taste or you swallowed it in one gulp and the garlic burned all the way as the lump of honey stuck to your esophagus and slowly st- slid to your stomach. It didn't help the sore throat either. Well, I think it does help the sore throat, but uh, we disagree on that, and that's fine. Breakfast for me is Weetabix. Are they pretty universal? Yes, they are.
1: Uh, Ugh, Weetabix. Have you you ever had Weetabix? Yep. I don't like it. No, it's like um, lumps of fiberboard that you pour milk on.
0: Yeah, let me just check with my wife. Do you like Weetabix? Yeah.
1: That's what I thought. Wrong. With honey. Oh, boy.
0: With some bran and rolled oats and cold milk. Can't handle the idea of warm milk on cereal. Nope. though my wife does that in the winter. That's the thing they're pushing with the mini wheats now. It's yeah. like, why not make the milk hot? But they, but they, but they have the cartoon wheatabix. Sorry, mini wheats in there, like they're having a like about to just start fucking. Like they're <laughs> all there, and there's the hot lady wheatabix, and she's like taking yeah, yeah. her top off. Wow. And they're like, oh, let's spice things up in the morning. It's just like, <laughs> knock it off.
1: They're, they're all getting frosted.
0: Yeah, if you know what I mean. Just snorting up their own frosting, <laughs> uh, Louise. Who we have talked about, about Louise? Oh, have we talked about No, we haven't talked about Louise. Talked about her in a previous episode. I don't like the flavor of melons. I can't stand cantaloupe, and for me, a honeydew is a honey don't. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what they say of a cantaloupe without a ladder. Dad's
1: got the ladder. Yeah, there you go. Uh, So that's (laughs) we all have some good fun. How about watermelon, though, Louise? I'm not a fan of honeydew. Or cantaloupe. Yeah, it's usually a filler love, melon that, like, I love adds uh, out the fruit salad yeah, of yeah. all the good things. I love the watermelon though.
0: And then there's like some weird grapes. By the way, fruit <laughs> salad. Up your grape game. Because there's usually like a, a half-ass grape yeah. that's like breaking apart on its own and just like uh,
1: committing suicide. And also, no me. no grapefruit in your fruit salad.
0: Yeah, well, I can't have that because it goes against uh medicine I have, and it would be uh, very dangerous for me. It also
1: it also flavors everything in the uh, fruit salad. Yeah, my uh, it's a little too strong.
0: Yeah, that was that seemed to be a thing people ate a lot when I was a kid. Mm. They even had special spoons for it. Yeah, yeah. that would let you uh, gouge out your tongue so you <laughs> did not have to uh, taste it.
1: I just have a special knife for it.
0: Uh, and it was also good if you were like uh, a gangster who wanted like uh, you do the throw it in your mall's face. That was a thing <laughs> back in the day. Jimmy Cagney. There you go. Uh, and he would always have his fresh-squeezed grapefruit, but like on a mall's face. And then it was like, oh, it tastes better this way. Yeah. And, like, you know, He's not wrong. No, no. But uh, it's, it. you can't do that anymore. It's just not a thing to do. Mark, uh, in uh, quotes, Dobbs, Dobrov. Oh boy, Dobrowski. Now, the Dobbs thing is that a, is that a play on something earlier? Or is that just what his name is? Okay. I don't know because last time there was like people making up names and I didn't get the gang. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I felt like a real dope player.
1: <laughs> he sure did.
0: All right. I'm he going. doesn't feel like it. I'm oh saying. boy. My forbidden flavor, <laughs> says Mark, yep. is hazelnut. Oh, what? Okay. Why's that? Oh, I get it. Wait for it. Okay. Love it too much.
1: Oh. That's right. Okay. It's that the makes forbidden more sense. Fruit.
0: Uh, I can eat a bag, box, package, quart, or imperial gallon of anything with hazelnut flavor, but the fat content on such products, oh my gosh, it's off the charts. My father grew up in a section of the coal mining region of eastern Pennsylvania, where apparently hazelnut was a go-to flavor and many uh, local homemade products and recipes. Uh, the name of the largest nearby town is Hazelton.
1: Oh, we have a Hazleton here in BC. We do, and everyone there? Nuts. <laughs>
0: Uh, He shared his love of hazelnuts with me And I became addicted So I limit my consumption By the way, I used to go out with someone Who was deathly allergic to hazelnuts So we could not have any hazelnuts nearby And then shortly after we broke up uh, They could eat hazelnuts again So it was probably me (laughs) Uh, For example, no one has one jar of Nutella Per week for me uh, actually, uh, oh, he limits his uh, consumption, for example, no more than one jar of Nutella oh, okay. per week. There okay. you go. Actually, no jars because I'm on the hazelnut wagon as <laughs> it is for a and... Mm. Yeah. No
1: wow, hazelnut. when your German doctor tells you to not have something, yeah, then you listen. listen.
0: Yeah. Uh, how many do you usually have a week? Nine. Oh, well, that's too many. <laughs> um, Edward uh, Dragansky. Uh, oh, there's some talk there about uh, Adam's family versus the Munsters, but that is not what we're getting into. There we go. And bop de bee bo boo. Talk a little bit about Times Square. And but let's get to the food. We had pancakes on the weekends for breakfast uh, too, because we were talking about that. Uh, my dad made them until my younger brother was old enough to cook, and he made <laughs> chocolate chip pancakes. Decadant. Uh There was many a Sunday Sounds morning good. dad went out for donuts, typically on Sundays. Uh, where we uh, had already attended mass, and on Saturday, which made time for donuts. There's always time for donuts. Forbidden flavor. By the way, we used to have donuts, and then one day, um, my folks. Uh, there was a there is a chain of donut. Uh, the very popular chain. I'm not going to say the name of it because I don't want a lawsuit. But uh, they food poisoned uh, our donuts. Oh. And uh, everyone in my family got crazy sick. I did not have any of the donuts mm. uh, until Monday when I had one of the donuts because <laughs> I wanted to get out of school. <laughs> uh, there was many a Sunday morning. Uh, desperate. I know, so we are. <clears throat> but the forbidden flavor would have to be anything with artificial fruit flavoring, like, for example, peach. Mm. Uh, I do That's enjoy awful. peaches. And if I want to taste a peach, I'll eat one for real, not some phony flavoring. A runner-up would be uh, drinking orange juice after you brush your teeth. Yeah.
1: Blech. Or drinking uh, milk after you drink orange juice. Mm-hmm. That's also gross. Here's my question. Question. Do you,
0: do you brush your teeth before breakfast or after? After breakfast. Some people break, brush their teeth before breakfast.
1: That's because they're smokers.
0: Oh, interesting. What's tooth? It's my polish, theory, anyway. By the way. Tooth polish. Yeah, that used to be a thing, and I don't yeah, see that anymore. You don't
1: see it anymore because it was like a more coarse version of tooth. Toothpaste, so it had. So like if you gri- you
0: would not brush your teeth and polish afterwards, you would just use the tooth yeah. polish instead of a toothpaste. Yeah,
1: like pearl drops. I remember pearl drops, and it was it had an abrasive, like it had like a gritty texture to it. So I guess it was probably wasn't very good for your teeth, though. You'd be eating away at the actual lining of your your teeth, no. which is not good to do. Don't be doing that. That's Don't wreck say. your teeth, everyone. Anyway, so
0: that was uh, that was flavor chat,
1: flavor and, chat, uh, brec- and breakfast talk. I have one more then. All right, please do. I have an email I'm going to read. Oh,
0: yes, please. You're in charge of the emails.
1: (laughs) We got an email from Greg. Hey, Greg. Thank you, Greg. He said, hi, David and Ian. I remember these as the breakfast foods we would have most often. I grew up in Calgary, and hot cereal is a hearty breakfast, especially in the winter. Breakfast foods, oatmeal, Quaker oats with brown sugar. Okay. Very good. Shredded wheat with brown sugar. I'm seeing a trend here half of a grapefruit or grapefruit juice. Okay. Finished up. This mm-hmm. is surprising to me. This doesn't seem like a breakfast thing. Okay. Stewed rhubarb.
0: Okay. Now, what's your feelings on stewed rhubarb because you are a pro rhubarb? Oh, I love uh, I love stew, I, am,
1: I love stewed, stewed rhubarb, but to me it's more of a dessert thing like you would have it over ice cream or with cream. Okay. Later after dinner. I wouldn't wouldn't really want it as a breakfast thing. But that is a hearty breakfast right there. And I do enjoy grapefruit for breakfast.
0: It's great. I'm looking right now on um uh, something I used to really like, uh, but we only got it at Christmas time, was we got the little boxes of cereal. Because I wasn't out oh, cereal. Oh, we only person. got it if we went camping. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay. So, would, so what would be in the, the pack of uh, your uh, cereal? What would, what would the cereals
1: be? Well, we were boring people. So ours were Rice Krispies, cornflakes, um anything that weren't sugared. Oh. Any of the Kellogg cereals that because it
0: used to be there used to be like all sugared except for like two. There was like you get like a raisin bran and like a cornflakes or something. Okay. And those would be the duds. So you'd have to like. Why would really they have
1: cornflakes and not frosted flakes, that doesn't make any sense. Well
0: they would have frosted flakes as oh, well. Oh okay. Like you'd have your frosted uh, delicious mm. ones and then you'd have that nonsense. But <laughs> I've got a I've got the some post ones I remember from when I was uh, yeah, a kid. And uh, you get your alphabets, that'd be great. Your sugar super sugar crisp. I never
1: liked any of those cereals. I think maybe because I didn't grow up with them. Like, frosted rice. If I had a chance to have them as a kid, I didn't I didn't appreciate them. But
0: then the duds would be the raisin bran, mm. the grape nuts flakes.
1: Yeah. Oh boy. Those are awful. I like oh. I like raisin bran personally, but
0: did you but, ever have grape nuts? Did you ever get grape nuts?
1: Did I, you ever understand grape nuts? I don't think I ever tried What's the point of grape nuts? <laughs> It seems like a lot of a lot of waste of grapes. It feels like
0: it hurts. Like you just eat it, and it's an unpleasant yeah. thing in your mouth. Like unless you were like super. I hate uh, I hate things that are soggy. And maybe yeah. this will just be like rocks in but my mouth.
1: Here's the real question: Is how could they tell if the grape was male or female? Like <laughs> that, your reaction it was only totally visual.
0: Well, we're we're certainly using our explicit rating today.
1: I'll tell you that. Got to keep it. Got to keep it in the practice, so that way we'll lose um, it. Something I. Uh, they'll take it away. I'm not finished with this email, by the way.
0: All right, continue. What
1: are you going to say? I
0: was going to. I was going to say the cereal that I. Uh, here's my disappointment as a youth. Okay. My favorite cereal went out of uh, circulation, which was. Uh, Kellogg's Frosted Rice which was the mascot was Tony
1: Jr. So it's basically Rice Krispies with sugar on it.
0: Yeah it was great. But it was like but I also liked that it was Tony Jr. I like yeah. that I liked that mascot. I would draw him all the time. Mm. Then it was like where's that cereal? It's gone. Yeah. And like oh but because we don't have sugared cereal except for special occasions? No. They just stopped making the cereal. And the <laughs> idea that they would stop making a cereal Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, that's ridiculous. Because no one like,
1: liked it. Cornflakes doesn't exist anymore. What? It's gone forever. Like, okay, <laughs> could happen, I guess. Yes. If it's not popular. But well, please continue. Apparently, cereals are less popular than they used to be.
0: Yeah, people have more options and more access to pornography. <laughs>
1: <laughs> cereal pornography. I think.
0: I think. Uh, I think pornography has taken the place of sweetened cereal as a pleasurable experience.
1: You know what I thought it was? What's that? Serial killers. Your conversation also touched upon unusual sandwiches. True. So I thought I'd add some of my favorites. Then he has in bold letters, unusual sandwiches. (laughs) With, let me take my glasses to see what this is. Oh, it's a sandwich. Okay. It's a sandwich emoji. Thank you. How come there wasn't a bowl of cereal emoji? He did put a (laughs) snowflake there. Gee, how come I didn't notice that earlier? (laughs) Bad eyesight. Unusual sandwiches. Wait, is he calling
0: us snowflakes? I hope so. I'm right, wingers. Okay.
1: (laughs) He's from Calgary. Unusual sandwiches. Uh, Bologna and dill pickle. With or without mustard?
0: You know what? I'm up. I'm all for that. Bologna all and for, dill pickle. Yeah, I, I, I've had that, okay. and that is a, that is a nice sandwich. Yeah.
1: I like roast beef with with um, mustard, mayo, and dill pickle. Okay, that's a good good sandwich there. He says, great sandwich for school lunches.
0: Okay.
1: Peanut butter and mashed banana.
0: Oh, I don't know about
1: that. It's good. I don't know. I don't know a mashed oh, I banana. Why mash it? Yeah, a nice I don't know texture the texture with the. Yeah, uh, I like the. I just like slices myself yeah, with some sugar slices, on it. Yeah, slices
0: you get a little more bite to that. I don't understand the mashing unless you want like that kind of jam feel to yeah, it. I, I guess don't, so. I don't, don't really want to Don't mash it. Just have slices. About. It's too much work. Too. I don't want. To, I don't want to talk out of school. What are you thinking? Well, guy? you're not going I to geez, school. I
1: don't know. Third sandwich. This one's a weird one to me. This one sounds really unpleasant to me, actually. Because there's one thing I don't like in the world is wet bread.
0: Okay. Yeah, me too.
1: Soggy tomato and cucumber. He says, my dad in particular enjoyed these on hot summer days. Oh. He finishes by saying, cheers, Greg. Well, cheers right back to you, Greg. Thank you for writing. Appreciate it. I I like the idea. I like a bologna and dill pickle sandwich. I think that's good. Peanut butter and banana. I'm not going to leave out the mash part of it because that seems like a lot of work you don't need to do. Great. However, soggy tomato and cucumber. I don't know. I've
0: got a problem a lot of times with tomato on a sandwich, period. It's very difficult to get a tomato right to me, Uh, even on a hamburger. Oh, boy. It's rough. We enjoy going to a white spot, and Mm -hmm. white spot has never given me a good tomato in 20 20 years. For all the time that you have been in love with your uh, wife, uh, they've been... uh, They've They've been ripping you off with the tomato. uh, I've been getting screwed on the tomatoes at at white spot. Fair enough. a good tomato showed up at white spot... I would just get out of the restaurant and realize I'm in the wrong place. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, I'm, but I like a tomato. Like, I mean, you know, the. Okay, well, uh, yeah, I sound so I sound so uh, articulate now. What I was gonna say was the reason that I only have like a mustard and meat, maybe with cheese sandwich at work is because I just feel like the vegetable part of it doesn't really travel very well. Okay. But if I'm at home, I do like lettuce and tomato on a sandwich because then it's crisp yep. lettuce and it's a nice crisp. Uh, tomato and it hasn't had time to get soft and, yeah. and get yucky
0: you gotta make DLT situations yeah
1: that's right so I, that then I you know I like it a lot and I grew up in a tomato family so the tomatoes are a big part of' were a big part of our life we would have like sliced tomatoes with salt on them at, din- at dinner time my mom was one of her favorite things to make was uh, take a piece of bread put a tomato on it yeah. put a piece of velveta cheese on top of that and then put it in the oven till it melts and then that's what we'd have for lunch okay. And I like it fine because that's what I grew up eating. Yeah. So yeah, I just I'm used to tomatoes. The girls do not like tomatoes; they're not tomato people at all. But I I even like tomato marmalade. I've talked about that before. No, I love I like tomato, marmalade. tomato marmalade. That's fine. And uh, yeah, so I just grew up in a tomato kind of a situation. So I'm all for tomatoes. Except I agree with you that sometimes in restaurants, you know, I also love a glass of cold milk when I eat uh-huh. my dinner. But I do not eat drink milk in a restaurant because it sits on a counter, I guess, waiting for someone to come and bring it to you or whatever and so by the time you get the milk it's warm milk and then that's gross to me gross gross milk i know it comes out of the cow worm but it doesn't come out of the fridge worm and that's where i keep it
0: have you had milk ever right out of a cow
1: i have actually yes i have a couple times and once again i don't really like warm milk
0: <laughs> but you couldn't say that in front of the cow
1: no it would hurt his feelings i have also milked cows okay And done a pretty good job of it. have you
0: milked anything else i've milked a goat
1: have i just uh have i milked anything else Yeah. <laughs>
0: Besides the premise, <laughs> yes, exactly. On this show,
1: on <laughs> this show, have you heard my jokes? They are all the all been suffered from milking it. Yes,
0: I fall in and out of favor with milk. Um, you do, do you? Yeah. Here's what I've been liking though lately is uh, my sister got us a uh, well, not got us she she did get us I suppose. Uh, she she wasn't using her espresso machine anymore. Okay. Okay, and part of that is a milk steamer. It's over there. Uh-huh. Uh Looked up how to work it. Okay. Uh Now I can work it. Sometimes I make. Uh, chai lattes for uh, for Pia, yeah. and uh, and I'll have extra milk, steamed milk. Uh, and I've been drinking that, and my gosh, it's tasty. You like it? The heat, yeah. What the I do is I, I put a little uh, I put a little maple syrup in there. A little oh, bit, okay. Okay. And uh, it just gives it a little bit of flavor. Mm. Contrasts
1: nicely with the chai. How about nutmeg? That'd be good too.
0: Yeah, except you don't want to. Oh <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Just do a little of that. Yeah. Uh, but the maple syrup works really well with it, and uh, gosh darn, it's it's good. But I also enjoy an almond milk. Heated as well, and maybe that's better for me. I don't know. Is it? It's, people seem to say it is. Uh, I doubt yeah. it's
1: environmentally better for anything. <laughs>
0: okay. Uh, coconut milk. That all right? No. Oh man, what can you drink?
1: What's safe? You can't? You can't. We're destroying the world just by living on it.
0: Oh no! It's an unfortunate, it's an unfortunate oh, state. Oh no! <laughs> oh well, that's fine. <laughs> Earth had a good run. We're no. okay.
1: I mean, it'll survive us. Yeah, that'll be fine.
0: Yeah, maybe. Uh, how's that Mars working out? Are we going to do that? Do no, that's ridiculous. Right. Okay, fine.
1: It's, here. it's it's here and nowhere for When well, I for started now.
0: hearing that we pee bones uh after a while I just thought space got uh, ugly.
1: <laughs> What's this? Sorry?
0: Well, you know, when you're up in space, yeah. uh you do like uh you lose a certain amount of your uh bone. density through uh, Oh, urine. you uh, so you have yeah. like a osteo
1: Yeah, you uh, basically
0: pee yeah, you're you peeing bones. Okay, so you not straight bones come out for some reason. Like I was an pick, actual full bone. Yeah, that's what I was picturing out in my mind. Yeah. Like, yeah,
1: but that's not what you meant. No, but you it just is meant more powder. convenient. Like you can just then toss it outside <laughs> in space. You just meant bone powder. That the problem
0: then is like an alien can grab that bone, can clone mm-hmm. you, and now you're their slave. Yeah, because any any clone bones that they find, yeah. uh, legally they're allowed to clone you, and now you're slave. And it's like ugh, so space. Ugh. Yeah, and I know right. We're technically we're in space as well. I understand.
1: We're sp- I'm not spacist. We're, we're spiraling sp- through space as we speak.
0: That's right. Um, Dave uh, needs to sleep at some point. So I'm going <laughs> to... Did you have a question for this week? Cause, uh, I the, don't. I'm all sorry. Right, well, here's the thing. Next week, we're going to be going to... We're going to say we're not going to go see um, uh, Avengers Endgame. We're going to say that. Yeah. And Then we're going to see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we uh, ordered our tickets a long time ago. <laughs> yes. Uh, very, with, very and apparently, they all sold out like uh, boom. Here's Here's actually what I'm looking forward to the most. Okay.
1: I'm, I'm looking forward Waving to it. Waving your tickets in the face of people waiting outside?
0: Sure. Okay. Um, but uh, I've gone to this movie theater, not in the... Because we're going to the VIP section. That's okay. right. We're going to the VIP section. That's so right. all that was left. Um, <laughs> but I've gone to the regular uh, part of the theater, and the regular theaters uh, have reclining seats. Mm, nice. They're amazing. Mm. It's ridiculous. I went to see uh the Missing Link movie, and part of it was just because... Mm. You know what? I could really go for that recliner. It was a, it was a good film actually. Okay. Could oh, have been funnier, but it was beautiful and I'm glad I, I'm glad I went. Oh, I also okay. enjoyed good Hellboy. It. Um oh, we went even Hellboy. Yeah, once again, uh re- the reclining seats were a big part of it. Very comfortable. Um <laughs> so the idea that we're going to be in the VIP thing yeah. with the reclining seats okay. is going to make this 3 hours really bearable. Yeah, yeah. Like you're going to be fine. You're not going to get the leg cramps. It's going to mm. be great. Uh, oh man, looking forward to looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to the movie. I am too. Holy shit! If it's not good, what what's the world gonna do? <laughs> just, they're gonna no. lose their minds. Well, what this, if it's what if it's bad? We're gonna move on. Are we? I don't know if America can take it. You know, I think they've had enough listen, hits that it's just like, oh my god. I mean, isn't like listen, a rough time. Like they can't, can't take the Mueller report out. and then this yeah. movie being bad. Yeah, yeah. They couldn't take it. They're just gonna shut up. They're gonna shut down shop. And they're gonna like join Brexit somehow, and they're just gonna uh, it's gonna thing. Yeah, I think that's I think that actually would not be the worst idea. By the way, is America just throwing this out? If things go wrong and the movie is bad and you're feeling those, uh, yeah, you and England swap swapsies, <laughs> just swap it out, right? So like no, you guys go over there. It doesn't work that way, and, but uh, you and it's... wouldn't you like look America? Wouldn't you like to be right next door yeah. to France? Go to Paris. Like go travel they, all around Europe.
1: They renownedly do not like France. America? Yeah. Well, I know but once you live next Freedom Fries. To it. Yeah, but once that? you
0: live next to it, it's gonna be great. And you could go, uh, all the Europe <laughs> Beautiful. And then yeah. hey, England, I know what you're saying. You're going like, Oh, what's going on? Well, you're gonna be living in North America. Yeah and I'm just gonna I'm gonna tell you, you're gonna really enjoy it. I think you're gonna really enjoy it. You're gonna enjoy all the space. Mm-hmm. You're gonna go, there's so much room. Just because you're not that many,
1: right? That's you're gonna right. Spread it out. That's the weird thing. I'm just wondering how you're going to fit over 300 million people onto the onto the uh, onto, British Isles, onto America, British Isles. Oh, that and 50 million people. I mean, 50 million people is easy into the states.
0: You're going to double up. You're going to double up a bit. Okay, <laughs> double up. All right, that'd be fine. And uh and, and here's the other thing, like England, you're gonna be right next to us, Canada, and we love you. So just come on up. You need tea or something? We got it. Yeah. Uh you want Red to go, roast tea,
1: it's only in Canada.
0: Yeah, you want you feel like uh, you know, uh, if you're from London and you're like too far away from London. Yeah. We got a London, Ontario with sure all the do. same
1: names yeah, that's right. of
0: streets. Yeah. We got a Victoria yeah. over here with like a lot of British shit. Sure. Come on up. And hey, uh, uh Ireland. I don't know if Ireland's here. Well, you guys can show up. Yeah. Uh, Maritimes is kind of close. You'll figure it out. It'll be fine. Yeah. You'll do great.
1: And with Langley, we have a British uh, pie shop.
0: There you go. Come on over. What Swapsies. Swapsies, Swap, swap crisscross. <laughs> it's all going to work out. Uh, so I guess my question of the week for you is. Yes,
1: let's get to that.
0: What, and you can go with movie or you can go for TV show. Okay. What movie or TV show are you really looking forward to? What's something coming up? That you're really looking forward to. I will also accept a play if you're like a, if you're a fancy pants.
1: Um, can, I answer, are can I answer Game of Thrones.
0: Are you looking forward to Game of Thrones? No,
1: I just I haven't even seen a show of that. Okay. Uh, what am I looking forward to? Man, I don't. <laughs> um, because I'm looking forward to Endgame. Oh well, I'm looking forward to Endgame. Okay, movie. I thought you said TV show. Sorry. Yeah, but movie, end or TV show.
0: And I'm looking forward to mm. uh the Y TV show actually existing yes yeah do you want to talk talk about the ruckus yeah we had a uh, we had a dum-dum uh this week uh spread a fake rumor that (gasps) is that uh, what it was oh yeah well well, it was part of it uh like the 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 showrunners uh i can just say this much because it's like all over twitter but yeah the showrunners left okay and they left they left with like a note that was a little bit like Red, red, weird. If you yeah. read, made it sound like things were shutting down, mm-hmm. and then uh, a fellow who's a, ru- a kind of a rumor monger, uh, uh, you know, uh, went, "It's all going away," and uh, oh. and then a bunch of people picked up that it was done, and so we we double checked on that, and uh, it's not at all and then immediately that was corrected and uh <laughs> dummy doof- doofus uh did another article going is it going away it's like well you're the one who said <laughs> it was you dumb jerk what you should be saying is uh sorry that's what you should be saying Wow. uh i was a i was a dumb dumb yeah and uh yes yeah, spread the thing so so yeah uh but yeah, it's no everything's still still a go. It's still got the same cast. Uh, everything's looking good, and yeah, it's all fine, fine.
1: Oh, I'm glad glad to hear that. Yeah,
0: this kind of thing happens. Mm. It's just what well, happens. Uh, yeah,
1: I'm looking forward to that as well. I am looking. Have forward you heard
0: to of that? a show called The Walking Dead? Uh, yeah, I left that. It's fine. I think that's well, how many spinoffs of that are there? Seventy-five, I think. No, <laughs> one for each zombie. They all got their own shows.
1: I've I've heard of it. Yeah. Hmm. I am looking. I'm looking forward to the new Spider-Man movie.
0: Yes, Spider-Man Home, not no, no, Far from Home.
1: And I'd have to look at a list of what's coming to, to tell you, because you know you just never know as well.
0: I'm glad that uh, James Gunn's back on Guardians of the Galaxy Three. Oh,
1: that is so exciting! Yeah. I'm actually kind of glad in two things about two things. One is I'm glad he's he's I'm assuming he's still going to do Suicide Squad. Yes, he is. So I'm kind of I'm looking forward to what he does with that. Yeah. That because we know that that was like a a badly botched thing, and and it's no one's fault but the people who who botched it. That's whose at fault it is. Mm-hmm. I don't want to blame everyone, but you know, the people I who know, screwed I it either, up. Because
0: I'm working with some of those people that were involved with that. Okay, so I, I, I won't. Mean, I, won't, shutting, face, I, won't say, I won't say anything more about it. my face.
1: I won't say. I won't say anything more about this horrible mess no, they made. Fine. That boring movie. But I'm. I'm looking forward to see what that happens. Uh, what What that happens. Here's the funny thing. Before we go, I just want to tell you a little story, everybody. Okay. Lisa and I it's our 25th wedding anniversary. It's very important. I love her very much. We're having friends over tomorrow night. It's great. I love my friends as well, and I'm so happy hate they're coming over to our house, although it's a mess. But there's a band I love called White Denim. I have wanted to see them live for years. Mm-hmm. They finally come into town. It's good news for me too. Only it's tomorrow night, the night of the party.
0: <laughs> so, are you going to invite them as well? Yeah,
1: I'm going to invite White Denim to come out. They'll be okay. good. they'll be fine.
0: Here's uh, here's here's where I was afraid you were going. Yep. You're like, um, you know, I love my wife very much. Yep. I'm inviting our friends, these other couples, yep. over. Yep, and uh, it's gonna be the night that we're gonna tell them we're swingers. <laughs> Key <Ski> party. <laughs> it's just like, and we're just far enough away yeah. from our homes where it's like, oh no, <laughs> oh no.
1: I know this is. We this gotta
0: wait for we gotta wait for dessert when they have to go out in the lawn, and that's when we're gonna sneak out the
1: back. This is the best part of it. Is that like, Lisa, my 25th wedding anniversary is like. An important enough thing that our friends will leave Vancouver to come out to the Fraser Valley.
0: Well, you've told us there's cheap gas.
1: Oh, yeah. But you told me that after you guys agreed to come out. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. No, it's a, no, that was like it's the icing thing. on the cake. It is an icing. By one. the way, also cheap gas. And well, also cheaper gas. And
0: also cheap icing. Cheap. <laughs> yes. And there.
1: Oh, one more uh, quick pl-
0: plug. Oh, sorry. Uh, new issue of uh, MAD coming out uh, number uh, seven i uh, got two things in there one is um speaking of uh the avengers i've uh, got a parody of the avengers uh endgame uh in in the latest issue uh happy with that how that all turned out but also my wife who we've talked about a couple times now uh and i have a regular uh a couple of pages in mad now called meanwhile uh with ellipses how it makes it very different than the stephen colbert meanwhile very different <laughs> Radically different. Okay. And very happy with how that turned out as well. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, pick up a copy of, uh, Mad Magazine, issue number seven. It's, uh, got the self storage, uh, joke on the, on the cover, which is actually a very clever joke because it's, uh, it's Alfred E. Newman, uh, storing all the versions of Alfred E. Newman from the previous year's worth of Mad covers.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Um, yeah. The, the meanwhile for Stephen Colbert is a Ted Knight, you know, meanwhile. And, but yours is more of a, meanwhile (laughs) sure (laughs) yeah that's what it's like wrap it up everyone thank you for listening to the show this week we really appreciate it if you would like to comment on things what was the question again
0: you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna do. Oh, looking two. forward. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do two. <laughs> oh, I got question. a sub question. Okay. One. What are you looking forward to? Movie or TV? That's yeah, fine. Yeah. But I've thought of another one that I like.
1: Oh, okay, more. okay. So
0: this is gonna be the sub
1: question. Okay. Sub question.
0: Uh, Dave's got a rivalry with his uh, choir friend. Yes. What is any odd rivalry you've had at work?
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's good.
0: Maybe a new guy coming in with too many yeah. fancy ideas. We should or...
1: save these sub questions for uh, later shows. Ah, we're fine. gonna run out of these nah, questions. Nah, we're gonna be fine. Hey, we'll answer these questions full ways, folks. You can go to our website. Every show has comments underneath that You may comment there, and we love to read your comments. And we also enjoy reading them on the show. You can email us at SneakyD at SneakyDragon.com. We are on Twitter at Sneaky underscore Dragon. And also, don't forget this. I think people have forgotten about this social media thing anyway. It's Facebook. We're on Facebook No, oh, at sneaky Dragon. Facebook's all around? Facebook is over. Let me
0: just check out how it's doing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> there you go. But you if you're still on Facebook, we are also on Facebook at Sneaky Dragon. So there you go folks. Thank you for listening to the show this week. And Ian? Yes, sir. Bye.